Wow. I just love conics, my goodness. Yeah, one now. Oh my god. Yeah, just such a lovely sound and the words and the whole vibe. It just mm-hmm. ooh, it just opens your mind, doesn't it? Yes. So we best are happened, sorry, the best thing that happened to Jamaica since Bob Marley and that's a big that's thing a to big, put on this guy's shoulders but wow. he's that he deserves big that big shoes to fill, man. Oh my yeah. god. Yes, he's and yeah, he's, I I would go with that. Very, very very special talent I feel. Lyricist, yeah, vocalist, everything. Yes, very much so. Right, this is Radio Diamond, Imani Speech Show, and we have the fabulous David Shiloh, who is a coach, a mentor. He works with children, children in particularly, you know, difficult situations. And he's going to talk to us tonight about, you know, relationships, family life. And also, he's going to give us the secrets to what guys don't want you to know. But we will go into that a little bit later. So, David, as you, you know, we were talking about the, the last question we were talking about was um, how women, how men and women are looking at the package, the external, and not the internal. What would you say from obviously looking at what's because looking at it from say the children that you work with and and you sort of look and think okay if they had this if they had that or if um if the parents of these these children or, or say you know what would you say would be the things that they, where should they start with their values what should people be looking for in their ideal partner because they're always going to like they're always going to the package is always the outside is always going to be there but what do you think they should, you know, when they've finished looking at, yeah, I like the look of this person, what's the next thing they should do before they get too involved? I'd say get to know the person as a friend, mm-hmm. know their character, mm-hmm. their ambitions, aspirations, how they are, if it's pure female speaking to a male, what's the perceptions on a female? Is it all about the physical? Are they looking for someone to, to love, to cherish? or just looking for a good time. I think that those, those are just the key factors. But what but about, yeah. yeah, what about if, because um, you know, sometimes men are quite good talkers, aren't they? They can be mm-hmm. quite charming. How can a woman sift past the, 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 the charm and all that and, and oh. find, the, find the real man? No, what's really funny, I was, you know you mentioned um, 20, 20 or so years ago. Yeah. I would say back then, you would definitely, I would definitely say, yeah, a lot of charm was, was what's required. But like I said before, nowadays, that least doesn't even require You're too much charm. Really? If you look the part, for most young women nowadays, that, that's sufficient. They will bypass a lot of the negativity. And it's almost like the standards have dropped now. doesn't even require too much. Really? But for yeah. young women? Mm-hmm. Wow. So... Basically, a guy can just look nice, and and that's all. That's the criteria. That's it. Yeah, obviously, yes, yes, yes. Are, are we talking feel. about young people? Are we talking about across the board? I'm saying young people. I okay. would say as we go, um, say twenty years ago, mm-hmm. guys definitely had to had to be more clever with their tongue, what they would say, <laughs> and what they would not say as well. Wow. And there's a, there's a term there. Um, in the celebrity world or the sports world, specifically um, state fans talk about side chicks. Having a side chick say 20, 30 years ago was definitely the norm. That's one of the, the, the codes that I'm breaking right now. Having a side chick was the standard thing that you did. And males would keep that within them, within their circle. Let's say you go around with a group of 
friends mm-hmm. and you all got together, socialized together, mm-hmm. male and females all socializing together. Mm-hmm. You'd all know your secret, but it was something that was never shared. Wow. But if it was on the other side, the safe for argument say females were doing the same thing to a male, it was regarded as very unacceptable. Well, this is the thing as well. I mean, women, I feel that possibly, well, I, I mean, obviously here in this, um, that women, you know, young women, are tolerating anything so long as it comes in a nice package is is quite a sad um sad to hear that but it's always almost as though women you know back in the day women were were kind of like forced to to to, it's almost like if a woman's relationship or marriage wasn't you know she was seen as you know you are you can't keep your man so women always felt that they had to make it work they had to do anything everything that they could to make their marriage or their relationship work and and I feel I mean I don't know if you feel there's any truth in why women maybe kind of tolerate or go through things that maybe maybe a man probably wouldn't put up with, or again would you say that all you know that's all changed as well? I think in the past, like you said, women would do everything they could to try and make a relationship work, mm-hmm. whether they forgive the man's infidelity, mm-hmm. forgive other things more seriously, domestic situations as well, they forgive. Mm-hmm. They'll try everything they could, and eventually the man himself would make, make the decision that you know I'm not interested anymore. Mm-hmm. I'll move on to some, some somebody else, mm-hmm. and then eventually the woman would go for the heartbreak and meet somebody else that might not work out, and it, that cycle would continue. And that's the cycle that I'm talking about that would eventually would affect those children in that particular family unit. Mm-hmm. Seeing all these different guys coming in, and they would tend to be classified as his uncles and call him uncle to begin with. Mm-hmm. Obviously that child would know that he's dating their mum and it might not work out and that pattern of behaviour is what I'm saying definitely has affected a lot of young people now they've seen that kind of behaviour that mm-hmm. pattern of behaviour so they're, they're they're thinking on relationships as it becomes distorted but that and then all the other stuff that they've seen in the media as well has brought about what we see now so would that affect both boys and girls in the same way the 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 the, um, the 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 sort of evolving door relationship thing going on um, with with the different you know lots of different partners maybe coming in and out. I wouldn't say the same way. I would okay. say it definitely affects both mm-hmm. in different ways, but mm-hmm. definitely affects both. Mm-hmm. And I would say it affects it has a very very negative effect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think where 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 boys are concerned, they almost tend to repeat the pattern of behaviour. It sounds crazy because you think you see your mother going through a situation, struggling mm-hmm. by herself, mm-hmm. that you wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But you tend to find that the males tend to do exactly the same thing. I mean, you see it stateside now, you look at a lot of these young rappers or those that are in the music business and they'll talk about how much they love their mum so much. But then they'll be rapping on, the, on, the, on, on their songs, how many women they've got, mm-hmm. referring to them as the B word and so on and so on. It's amazing that although they see the mother struggling, mm. it does not change their pattern of behaviour towards female. So, because I, I remember, um, I don't, I, a, a young rapper. I don't, I don't know if, if I can say their, their name, but it was all over the the news. Mm. I saw um, he was on a talk show and he was talking about his dad. You know, did you know was was quite um, violent to his mum and something like that. But then he went ahead and he did this this is very public uh, i don't know if you you know who i'm right. talking about yeah, yeah. Know, it was yeah. very very public and he did exactly the same thing even though he was on this talk show saying you know 
I, I, I you know, it was with his mum as well, and he was saying, you know, he, he had bought, you know, bores that, he thought that was awful, and blah, blah, blah. But he later did it in a very public way. And would you say it's a psychological thing where, you know, it's, um, although, he, you know, consciously he doesn't like it, but do you think subconsciously it's buried there down below and obviously it's coming out in, in this awful way as I it think, did? Yeah, definitely. I think that what, what you see in life, what you see in life definitely numbs the shock value mm-hmm. of certain behaviour. The mm-hmm. first time you see it, the first time a child witnesses a domestic violent incident, it will probably be a shock to them as they see over and over and over again. They become numb to it. Mm-hmm. So for them to do the same beha- pattern of behaviour through frustration, because domestic violence tends to be a man who's frustrated, mm-hmm. and the only way he knows that to do it, or or female, I want to put that stance and let them know because both do it. Yeah, I was about to say now. Um, there's a lot of men who are very, you know, they're very, very. I, I get calls on that with, mm. with men who um, are saying that they've been uh, um, abused by their wives. Yeah. And girlfriends. Yep, I heard that too. Mm. I mean, are they actually being physically, you know, are they like really hurt and, and you know, in a, in a bad way? Or is it that, when I say that, I mean, are they like scared? Are they thinking, oh my God, this woman could do this or do that? Or she's so strong, she could really hurt me? Or is it that they are, you know, is it is it like, you know, this woman is doing a little slap here and there? You know, what what is actually going on? In your, from what you what you understand about women being violent to men, in I think when it comes to, to the males, I think they're conditioned or or they're, they're, they're thinking is I won't hit a female. Mm-hmm. So Which when the, the female hits them through frustration, mm-hmm. they may tolerate the first time, and obviously once you tolerate something, mm-hmm. it's going to escalate and get worse. And mm-hmm. I think that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It gets worse, and that person obviously thinks oh, that same scenario where I, I love them so I'm still trying or maybe they've invested a lot of financial um, things into the relationship namely a house a mortgage mm-hmm. they don't want to simply walk away from the situation mm-hmm. so they stay in the situation until when it becomes impossible wow so um, there's a lot a lot I would say a lot going on would you say as well would you say that when we talk about this obviously in your in the schools or the way where you work with the children, what kind what ethnic groups? Not sort of you know this saying it's just one group or whatever. What would you say that in your estimation, where's all this coming from? Is it coming from one group or many groups? Or most most of the kids, the children that I work with, that I work with tend to be of colour, mm-hmm. so, so black children. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, so I'm happy that you actually mentioned that because I think that there is a difference nice. in say. Western society and the black community. Mm-hmm. I think where the black community is concerned, males have a really heavy burden that they have to That's what I think a lot of females need to understand. When you're dealing with someone of colour, mm-hmm. they have a lot to do with, whether it be racism, um, yeah, financial mm-hmm. woes, trying to fit into a Western system in regards to work. And, mm-hmm. and when, when, when a guy is struggling in those areas, mm-hmm. he, does, he definitely gets and almost like having more than one female being dishonest because let's be honest people say there's so many different names for someone who is not um, who cheats mm-hmm. someone who cheats 
they're, they're called Casanova players. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so, there's so many different names that are given. Mm-hmm. And once you give a title to something, it takes away the shame factor. Because well, another thing with males, we tend to, when we, have when we have friendship, we talk about loyalty. Loyalty is big. Even, 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 even whether, we love, whether the person's a hard-working person or the person's got like, um, street mentality, mm-hmm. loyalty is very, very important. Among very, very men? Important. Among men. Wow. But yet, it's acceptable to be disloyal to your partner. Wow. Because really, if you're cheating on someone, you're being you're a liar. If you're really a, a Casanova or a player, then you can openly say to a female, you're not going to be the only one she accepts it mm-hmm. then you can give yourself that title but mm-hmm. once you have to cheat and hide and hide numbers and pretend you're going to be somewhere where you're not mm-hmm. if you look in the mirror when you're by yourself all males can hear this right now and I normally get a lot of flack but you're oh. simply someone that lies because if you had a, a, a male friend who was consistently telling you lies it would be unacceptable but yet it's, it's the norm that as guys this is, this is what happens wow oh my gosh um so you know, it's funny what 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 I was what I wanted to kind of backtrack with you on is when I asked you the question about you know groups, you know where is it coming from, and you you said um, in the Western world, and you said black men, and yeah. it, it what what I the thing that um, gets me is you know we're like three four maybe five generations in in the Western world, yeah, and as black people we still feel outside of that as in you know because you do, do you see what I'm saying it's like there is that feeling that there is still it, it's not much different than when people came over here as, as immigrants and I, I I don't know if that's what you were saying you were saying you felt that yeah black men had a different um, life yeah. in the western world than other men of other other um, races races yeah if, if you're brought up in your normal habitat let's say you're, you're English and you're the world is your right home mm-hmm. because you're not going to be going to a different race in order to find work and so forth and mm-hmm. so forth. I mean, I know I'm trying to choose my words here because we can go into a whole separate topic, but this definitely is connected to how a male will behave. Mm-hmm. So let's say a male is struggling, which, which tends to be the case. It's not as easy for a black male to find work and to get on, get along in Western society. I get told this all the time, all yeah. the time. So how does he comfort himself? Okay, he may have a partner that may be sufficient for a certain time, but maybe he's struggling. And the partner's sending him back, you know, we need, to have, we need this, we need money. What's happening? Why can't you? So on and so on. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, he begins to think of this partner that was everything to him at one point mm-hmm. as being part of the problem now because she's nagging, he's telling, telling back things that he really knows that he feels he can't do nothing about. Mm-hmm. And when he meets the so-called side chick now, she's telling him everything that he wants to hear, you're wonderful, you're great. She's not invested anything in the relationship as such. She can afford to be the nice, the, the, the nice, the nice girl. A little bit like her mother said to me that when the father comes along every two weeks when he decides to turn up and he may come with a gift for the child, wow. the child's very excited, yeah, oh, wonderful. Daddy, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, Daddy's yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. And poor mummy's there, she's, she's angry, she's thinking, I'm there with you every single day, I'm feeding, working mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Struggling to make and meet to give you what you require. Mm-hmm. And your dad turns up when he feels like it. Mm-hmm. And you're jumping for joy. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with a male. He's in a relationship. Everything's wonderful, but they're struggling in certain areas. Mm-hmm. He's a male. And, he, and so how does he feed his ego? He feeds his ego by having the side chick. 
So it's the, one, the, the one, grass. One, one, of the, one of the reasons. The grass being greener <laughs> on the other side. Because I suppose if you're, if you feel, I mean, because what it sounds like, it sounds like for a lot of black men. I, I mean, I don't know if we can say all. I doubt if it's all, but certainly, would you say a bit? Would you say a larger number? Would you say a larger? Feel a bit like they're in a they're in a cage. They're they're, yeah. they're trapped. Yeah. Most of them want to admit it. Most of them want to admit it. It's a kind of um, it's a male pride mm-hmm. scenario where you're struggling. In, you may try to heal that struggling, you know, partying, you know I mean, using substances that may, you know what I mean? To try um, and yeah. the pain of it, to, yeah. Yeah, to, to, to ease that pain a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. And obviously, uh, another fe- female comes into that equation too. Mm. So, do you, so basically, um, would you say that it, it could really be anything? It could be, um, obviously, finding an, another female might be easier for certain types of, of, of men so if you're if you find it easier to to numb the pain of a female and and you're, you're able to you know you're able to access a, a, you know another woman then that mm-hmm. might be something somebody else might use alcohol someone else yeah. might use um become a workaholic or somebody else might you know become a gambler or you know just just different something things that gap, yeah. but would you say that for most maybe for most black men it would be the other woman yeah, I, I, hate, I hate to put, um, um, I don't know, most black men. Yeah, I don't, I know, I, like I don't know, but... I would just say a lot of... Men, Men, general. period, but black men, men period, yeah. okay. Yeah. Because I'm just trying to kind of, I think, yeah, we, I mean, it's probably good to open it up, but because we're looking at a specific problem in a, in a specific community, so I suppose that's why, yeah. Okay, so it could be anything, but whatever's the easiest option for that individual, that's what they will, they will, they will use that to numb, numb the pain, rather definitely. than deal with the pain itself. Mm-hmm. And Men you... definitely have ego, believe me. And if the ego can, and, and having a female is a tool that men do use to feed that ego. Mm. But you may be feeling rubbish about a lot of other things, maybe on the work front it's not great at the moment, mm-hmm. other areas may not be functioning, mm-hmm. but at least you have healthy little comfort. Yeah, and, I, and I, I can imagine that, you know, that would, you know, that would be, it's a nice thing to have somebody feeding your ego and making you feel good about yourself. And obviously, you know, if the other person indoors is not able to do that because you're both struggling together, you're both in the, the boats together sinking. Mm. And um, I suppose, you know, but is that fair though? Is that fair that, you know, the woman that is by his side is, is you know, been loyal for all these years. She's still wanting to save things and the, the, the man has decided, you know, this is too hard. It, it's not is, fair. No, no. I, I, so I does it come down say. to him being weak? Does it come down to the man being a bit weak then? Or... Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you could say that. Mm-hmm. But also bear in mind that, as I said before, the media glorifies those things anyway. Yeah, let's talk about the media. Yeah, the media. How? Yeah, it's, it's almost like the norm. It's expected. It's someone that's oh, look, he's a bit womanizer. Look, oh, he's a with another chick again or another girl again. And nowadays, I would say it's definitely it's even more now, more so than any, any other time. Wow. I mean, the classic Donny, um, Donny Hathaway track that you played. Mm-hmm. You don't even really hear songs like that made anymore. No. When you think about the way the way music has changed drastically, I remember. There's a time when someone like Prince was regarded as being X-rated, <laughs> and you listen to music now. Whatever he was doing years back is nothing. It's quite it tells yeah. 
So the music, so the music is a big part of it. It's funny, I was it's talking powerful. to someone about the, the music, me. yeah, wow. So, how often, how often do you drive around or walk around and see young people with what they have in their ears, headsets? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's almost like a drug for them as well. So they're programming. They're that music yeah. all day, every day, they've got the music playing. And there's so many ways of getting hold of music right now mm-hmm. so that you can feed that habit every day. Mm-hmm. And what they're listening to most of the time is repetition. Okay. About money, about girls, about power, etc. A lot of braggadocia business girls. So, Buff, do you feel um, celebrities have, you know, some responsibility? Because I remember um, one of the celebrities, I think it was, um, might have been Rihanna or, or Beyonce, I'm not sure. But they were saying that um, they were doing, you know, they were doing their art and they didn't feel that it was their job to be a role model to the children and the young people. They felt it was the parents' um, job to be the role model for their children. Um, but obviously, like you say, they're listening to these songs with these these lyrics, um, and even from what I understand, the music beat, the beat of the music, has been changed, oh. yeah, to um, seduce people into. And, and if we're talking about on a spiritual level, it's actually inviting entities. And, and I know anyone listening will like say, "What the hell is this? What is she talking about?" But music is more than just, you know, words and, and you know, some instruments, isn't it? It's got power. Yeah. A lot of power. Yes. The, the, the sad thing is that most people, unfortunately, we live in a, in a, in a fast food generation where it's, everything is fast. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's not much thinking that goes into anything. We just accept anything that mm-hmm. comes our way. This, this is the new instinct, so I'm going to listen to it. Mm-hmm. This is the new instinct, so I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it, it's unedifying or not. So there's not there's not much deep thinking there, and not much deep thought. Wow. Why, whenever I'm in a conversation, I can either look at it as a casual conversation, or I say real talk. Real talk means that you're thinking about mm. what you're saying, you're thinking about what you're seeing, mm. about what you're hearing on a daily basis, whether it's edifying or non-edifying. And the more you open yourself up to those kind of elements, that's when certain things don't become attractive anymore. The outer shell doesn't become as important. You watch what you what, what you put in your in your system, what you eat, yeah. and that's when you become more of a spiritual person mm. and you're more of a deep thinker. And certain things become unattractive. You know, it's so but, funny. It's, sorry, oh. but I wasn't saying. But going back to what you said about the unfortunate, what yeah. I'm saying about um about celebrities, I don't necessarily believe. I think in the ideal world they would be accountable and still responsible for what they're doing and what they're putting out there. Mm-hmm. But I think that that would be a fairy tale. Unfortunately, the world is not a very kind place, mm-hmm. and money talks. And whatever sells is acceptable, especially now. And everyone who's looking and seeing can see that that's the situation right now. Whatever sells is acceptable. So the teachers and the, the, the most important teachers in, in, in a young person's life are their parents. Mm-hmm. So, if so, what if the parents too have been taken over by all this media hype and um, you know all the stuff that's going on there? That's where, um, and, is, and, and is that the case? I, 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 definitely is the case. I think you've hit the nail on the head right there. A lot of the parents, they listen to the same music because they're, they're the children as well. So it's a double-edged, they're watching the same kind of programs as well mm-hmm. that binds to that whole um, craziness that causes pain and, and sorrow eventually. So 
I mean, oh gosh, it, it, I mean, it's just, I'm just thinking about, say, 10, 20 years ago, where we are now. And I, I remember when a lot, you know, the talk shows first started to come out, and then you had, you know, like, the um, Jerry Springer. Would you say things like that? Do you, would you say things like that would have an effect? Is is was maybe the beginning? That was like like now. That's kind of innocent compared to what maybe people are tuned into. But would you say that? Can you pinpoint a time, as from your point of view, where the the the, the craziness started to hit? You know, people's homes and, and people started I, to buy into I it. I think that another good point you've made there in regards to TV shows or media periods. I think they're very powerful entity. Mm-hmm. When you um, look back on TV in itself and all the rules and regulations that were in place, you go way back to your history. You're someone that likes to read a lot and look back on history mm-hmm. and see how TV has evolved mm-hmm. in regards to barriers being torn down and then the effect that it's actually had on the wider society. It's amazing how powerful the media really is and I believe definitely it's played a massive role in what's become acceptable now. Because a lot of what's become acceptable now would be frowned upon. I mean, that's a very um, light term. It would be totally regarded as unacceptable. It's almost like now anything goes. I mean, if you take if you go to take a child, for instance, go and see a movie mm-hmm. in the cinema now, sometimes you have to double check is that the right PG rating now about to for this child to. You're saying the PG's dropped as well. The PG right. is something else now. PG is probably wow. what, what, what an 18 movie, 18 or over would have been in the past. So they're gently, so, and and this is the thing, isn't it? It's all done so, it's like they say, you put the frog in the water and raise the temperature slightly, you know, Mm -hmm. over time, doesn't notice it. You do it straight away, the frog will jump out. So basically what you're saying is over time, our standards for the movies for our children is is dropping and, Mm -hmm. you know, people are accepting it. Because, and and that makes sense because it's like, um, you know, I remember when I when I was young, I used to used to hear the older people saying things like, "Oh, you know, back in the day, it was so different," and he's thinking, "Oh, shut up." And then mm-hmm. now, I, I I think to myself, "My God, you know, because you, you know, if you've been around for you know some time, you can see how things have changed." And you know, and young people are oblivious because they were no, they were not there back in the day when things were different. So for them, right. they just know they just know what they see. But if you're a bit older, you do know, you, you, you can look at the quality of things and think, this ain't, you know, this ain't right, or this doesn't look right, or like you say, you go to the movies and you think, well, it wasn't, PG wasn't like that when I used to go, you know, to the cinemas. But, um, they, so slowly, would you say things are just, it's happening in every facet of our life. I mean, I know you, 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 you slightly touched on food and what have you, but in everything, uh, everything is the quality is, is changing definitely has and I'll, I'll go back to TV again I would say tell me a household that doesn't have a TV and tell me a Mine. household that doesn't, doesn't have a TV <laughs> doesn't have a TV on um, well there you go probably one one TV I, I know I think I yeah. am yeah. I mean I, I'm the same as well I don't really do the TV thing mm-hmm. but m- most households have TV and most conversations in the workplace or social conversations are based on what's happened on TV. And even if someone mentions the program to you, you say, oh, I've, not, I've not seen that, I don't, I don't watch TV. It looks upon as if it's crazy, you don't watch TV, I don't watch TV. Yeah. It just that shows you the power of the, of, of, of the media and how powerful that is in the lives of many people. It's become part of their social life, even if they have guests around the TV is the vocal point of 
the conversation and it's, it's the big elephant in the room so children are watching TV and, and it's hours nice. and hours yeah. especially nowadays especially when where, where they're at that time their mum's at work or even 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 sometimes two-parent households mm. the TV is such a powerful medium in that household that whatever the TV has on becomes accessible normal and I think as well, one of the things is the TV's gone bigger and bigger and bigger and they've changed it from analogue to whatever it is now. Mm. And to me, as soon as they start changing, it's like when they change music from, um, what was it, the, 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 the records into CDs and then they change, you know, that's how they were able to change yeah. the sound. Yeah, you, you know, it seems to me as though doing those types of things it gives a license to to maybe change a few things as well that is going to cause maybe more addictions and also as well with tv what i notice whenever i am around anybody who has got a tv you're watching something and halfway through that particular show they're showing what's coming on in an hour's time half you know so that it's almost like they, yeah, yeah yeah they capture you as um chronics were saying there Mm. You, it's like your mind is being captured, you know, and Definitely. you're you're probably you know free shows still later still sitting there, you know, watching TV, mm-hmm. and and being programmed, um, and you know as well with children you talk about the TV, but what about what about these phones? What about these iPads and things like that? Because you know our children do have them, and I and I've got grandchildren, and I get a little bit concerned about them being plugged into the you know the mobile phone and the iPads and all the rest of it what, what's your take on that? It's just another level it's taking things that that much further and I would still say it's almost like everyone can become a celebrity right now mm-hmm. people have their YouTube pages they go on Facebook mm-hmm. they create this fantasy existence that most of the time what you see on Facebook is actually a, a small screen for unhappiness for sure for and you sure. find that those that are on, are on it the most are those that have the most issues going on in their lives. For so sure. they paint this picture, this outside picture, and almost like live a fantasy existence on Facebook. And unfortunately, in regards to the young people, it's the, sexual, the sexualization that's going on on their Facebook pages and all the other different media outlets that they're using has made things that much more serious. I think if parents knew what's actually happening out there, they would be very surprised. Well, I hear, very, very yeah, with, with Facebook, um, I, when I go on, I find it's all, for me, I go on there and I put, it's all about, you know, positive things and I find people who's also talking about positive things or also about, you know, learning about, you know, your history and just different things that make sense. But would you say it's also a place where people can really be brainwashed and, um, you know, mess themselves up? Definitely. They're brainwashed let themselves up um, used as a form of bullying as well yeah, I you find people watching the dirty laundry I see so many negative things that are happening in black community as well mm-hmm. put on Facebook as entertainment to laugh at someone else's pain and sorrow which mm-hmm. I find very disappointing I see so much really? of that now mm-hmm. and young people will, will put it on quite a bit as well and I'll look at that person and look how they're behaving mm-hmm. whether it be females or males or both in broken communities, communities that are struggling with poverty and so on. Mm-hmm. And then the new term for a lot of females now who are struggling by themselves, single mums, they've obviously had a very tough time and they've become a certain way. They have to toughen themselves up, try to cope with the stresses 
and all the tests and times they go from so being a single mother, they give them titles like she's ratchet. And I find it amazing that males will laugh at a woman who's ratchet when they fail to be honest with themselves. How did that woman become ratchet in the first place? Yeah. A woman yeah. tends to become a ratchet, use ratchet behaviour because of all the failed relationships, the failed promises mm-hmm. of of males who, who were only in it to win it wow. in a negative sense. It's funny you say that. There is a chap on YouTube. Um, I can't. I, I can't remember his name. I don't even know. I probably know. I, should, I don't think I should even yeah. say his name. There's, there's a few of them now. Really? Seem to be really hard, specifically on women of colour. Yes, I, I really don't such get. Such a hard blaming yeah. them for all the ills in the world, all the problems that's out there with young men. It's all based on the woman who's simply doing the best that she can mm-hmm. with. Bearing in mind there's an absent father. And most most women they do try very hard to get the father to be involved. And I say sometimes as a detriment to the child's mm-hmm. um, growth. Because if you have a male or if you have a child with a male who you know is negative, there's nothing positive going on in that particular male's life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's better that he stays out of the picture. Right. And you rather surround your son with a uncles or other relatives or mm-hmm. male friends if they are mm-hmm. positive role models. Mm-hmm. Wow, so, I, I mean, there's so we've we've talked about so much. We still got those um, secrets <laughs> to, to to to. I know you've kind of dropped a few of them in between mm. the comment. You've sort of um, you, you sprinkled the the show with some of those. But I'm really enjoying this this conversation. I've I've not really done a real talk type show um, before, and I'm I'm really loving this, um, David. Really loving That's this. Favorite. Yeah. What I think, what I thought we could do now is, um, it's 11, are you still able to stay on a little bit longer, maybe? Yeah, I, I know you've got, yeah. okay. I wanted to play another Chronics, um, Alpha and Omega, I really love this. Um, no worries, and, anything um, from Chronics yeah, is good for I me. Just, I just love the, the whole, what have you said. Again, we're just going to take a, a little break, um, we, we'll pro- have to probably do a couple of jingles because we're coming up to 11 o'clock as well. But on the other side, David Shiloh will be back and he will be sharing some of those secrets and he'll be sharing some more wisdom. And um, I'm enjoying it. I'm pretty sure you are too. So we're going to play Chronics Alpha and Omega and enjoy. What do you see the Babylon system is? The Babylon system is a vampire deceiving the people day by day, building church and university. Because now, when you take the church now, the church, the Bible is good, the Bible is good, but in Christ, because we read in King of Kings and Azure Flowers, right? Now, when we look up, we say, I'm Slassy. Sent by the king, watch them wondering when me fly down far. We step on the beast and kick down with him like a slide down bar. We burn in the system, we tell the youth if we fight on war. Uplifting me sister, tell us, tell us, see, yeah, I love Zar, Hilo Wally. Babylon, the system falling. But this is just the beginning. Beginning of the grand finale. Finale because eventually we get the cars out, we stand up tall, and we begin up cars united, we stand divided, we fall and we love. Whoa, walk with the Prince of Peace, Celestia, the leader. Praises be to the kings of kings, Sapphire and Amiga. i 
Happiness is on their face And bloodshed on their shoulders Turn from your sinful way Before lightning strike all over Holy Pacha city where your cars can get a yacht Then you have the other city if you come give me gun fish out And I chat all you like the city well this is the ugly truth When you bring all the guns come give me, me give it to my recruit Big revolution, one time the guns them turn Turn pan the old politician We bring it come in the first place, I should have found education We make the youth them learn Instead of by ammunition And you won't come run the next turn Go run up under your bed Boy, put your hand on your head Me terrible and me dread Corrupted politicians feed dead Boy, want to quarrel yard Don't act if I leave yard Coming like a pre every garden No revolution reach every yard Go put this up in the greener Me want it reach every reader Finna live like Haile Selassie Finna fit to be chronic's leader Walk with the Prince of Peace till I see you the leader. Praises be to the Kings of Kings, Alpha and Omega. Until my people are free As it was in the beginning So shall it be In the last days When the youth Them are preached And terrible Give thanks and praise For the kings of peace Praises be to the prince of peace And stop Give thanks and praise To Alpha and Amiga Empress night. Is that the best way to reach people, in your, in your opinion? I am not trying to reach people. I am what I am. Mm-hmm. See, there's a lot more people like me out there, which is my people. So I'm not trying to reach a strange people. The people that I'm reaching is my own people. Mm-hmm. We all know the same thing. We all, we all come. We, we come in this time. It's our people. Kings and Queens, uh, this I'm really loving this show. It's the Marnie Speak Show on the fabulous Radio Diamond um, Broadcasting Network. And we have the fabulous David Shiloh, who's been dropping gem after gem after gem. And, um, you know, he's still with us. He's, he's, uh, he's going to be with us a bit longer. I'm so happy about that. So, David. Sister <laughs> Marnie. Yes, so I mean, you've you, you know you've really kind of gone through um, all the different things that's that's gone on and brought us right up to the you know how things are now for our young people. And what I really want to with this segment, um, for as long as you can you can be on here for, um, really just go through um, women and how because I find that this is a big subject that keeps coming up. How can a woman? in the 21st century with and, and all, before actually i go there what has the um the the, the say the internet and the, the social media then social media done to relationships? has it enhanced relationships or has it made it even more complicated than it ever was um you know, before, before i go to that i'm going to say i love the way you refer to your audience 
kings and queens because oh. that's a major, major flaw that's missing from, I would say, especially from um, the black community mm-hmm. where women don't understand that they are queens and the men don't understand that they're meant to be kings. Yes. They're not behaving like kings at the moment. Because if you're a king, you don't need to, to lie to your queen mm. because you're a king. Mm. You know that you are powerful. You don't need to, to lie to feed an ego. You don't need a side chick to have a, to, to, to feed your ego. You know who you are. Mm-hmm. You're comfortable in your own self. Mm-hmm. You know yourself. It's the same with the females. You're a queen. And a child is taught from the time she's, she's, she's little that she is a queen. And the only person that should share a, 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 or coexist with her in a relationship will be a king. And a king needs to behave to show that he is worthy to be called a king. Just like a parent, a parent needs to, it's, it's good that all the women say you must respect me, I'm your father, respect me, I'm your mother. Mm-hmm. But respect should be earned on both, both sides. And there's a lot of broken people that walk around as adults who didn't get the, the right teachings when they were children. Mm-hmm. And today perpetuate that same behavior as adults in relationships. Mm-hmm. So knowing who you are, and that's why I said loving yourself, believing in yourself. When you think highly of yourself, you don't, you wouldn't want to be um, lying to someone because you've got to look at yourself in the mirror every day and you won't be comfortable. When you love yourself and believe in yourself and you know your self-worth, you wouldn't want to be behaving in a way that diminishes that. And what the internet has done, going back to your question, yeah. what the internet has done, it's opened the doors and the gateways to anyone who wants to cheat because now you don't even need to, to go anywhere now you can actually stay in the comfort of your own home press a few buttons then you're meeting people you can even create perceptions of your of wealth or how you're living or who you are or even what you look like you know what I mean there's so many things that you can do with the internet right now it is, it is crazy so it's opened the doors for people who want to be dishonest and, and to, to talk or be players or whatever you want to call the titles I just call that dishonest individuals or liars do. And when you give a, when you give yourself that title, if you're doing that kind of behaviour, or if the world was given that perception for people who do do things behind someone's back and pretend that they are who they're not, then maybe it wouldn't be so attractive. But when you give it a title, it becomes acceptable. When you when you say title like it's like when people say things like Jack the Lad or yeah, you, you yeah. Know, he's a you player you know because we say it's... player it just sounds it doesn't sound you know it doesn't sound very bad does it so no. you know it's like oh he's a player I mean obviously to the person who's been played it's awful but to and and like I, I hear totally what you're saying it's like it's see it's not seen as that important it's not seen as you know that little flaw in that person's character of where they you know or, or the ego problems or this i mean do you feel that it's self-esteem issues that cause people to behave like that as well and you know, you know, you know, you know what, what i think is a very important point for me to um, also mention mm-hmm. i've seen situations where young people who i work with where the mother will actually say talk about her son say oh he's such a player you know, there's so many girls in a joking mom, way Yes. Almost proud at that point, think oh, it's innocent, not forward thinking and thinking, hold on a minute, that's how the pattern of behaviour begins. Yes. If it becomes if accepted by your mother, mm-hmm. then what, what else would you think apart from being comfortable with that self image and that behaviour? Because the rest of the world is also going to find it acceptable as well. And it's funny. So it's almost like learned and accepted behaviour that you see going on all the time, yeah. sometimes without the mother even thinking about it. It's just become an a norm in society that 
this is what guys tend to do. And, and, and we tend to say, you know, you do hear mothers and people saying, you know, like if they've got a, a, a cute son, they say, oh, he's going to break hearts when he grows up, things That's like right, that. Exactly. Yeah. And again, it's it's innocent, but then that is a program. Mm-hmm. That's a program. And it's like what you were saying earlier on. We're not thinking. People are not thinking. They're not, you know, like you're saying, they're, they're not thinking. They're not sort of, the behavior's there, you know, because mm-hmm. the thought's there and the emotional emotions come with that and then the behavior and people are are not thinking before you know beforehand okay this thing this thought or this thing that i'm about to do what is it going to do for me and my family or my you know my my partner or you know for myself just like you said your self-esteem your your, you know loving yourself what how is that going to affect me in the in the longer term and people are not thinking people are just going along with the thought and the feeling of the emotion exactly. and that is what is running the, the running the world you know no one's thinking outside of that it's just this is how i feel this is what came to me and i'm going with that and people don't realize that they can change they can choose their thoughts they can choose to behave differently from what they're being urged to do exactly but it's, it's amazing you think that um Say for instance, a single mother who's been through the, that pain of, of broken relationships and men coming to her life in, in, in the infidelity, cheating, and so on, mm-hmm. that she would instill in her son. Say, look at mummy, look what she's going through. Mm-hmm. You see the kind of pain that being unfaithful can cause to a woman. But that doesn't even tend to happen. What tends to happen is, for some reason, there's a bypass. But this is my son, it's my baby. I think women actually tend to spoil the sons and muddy cuddle them and almost like they behave that way even more because they're looking for that from a female. They're going to relationships and they want their partner to be their mum. Mm-hmm. And then when she doesn't do all those things, so I, I feel so for females because the man wants you to be the mother, the, the lover, everything rolls into one. Rather than if, uh, but it's so important to have a positive um, male role model. Mm-hmm. If a male role model is there, teach the man that you, your job is to love your partner mm-hmm. to make her feel cherished, to make mm-hmm. her feel important, to make her feel like she's the only person that you see. So Donny has a way to that you say that stems all those things. But that's like a Bible nature. That's that no longer the fashionable thing. So to shower the woman with love and attention to feel good about yourself, that you love your woman, you love your queen and you and you know every day her happiness is your happiness. Which which is the which is the perfect scenario. That's what you should be in a relationship for. Not just because what you can get out of it. She washes my clothes, she cooks my food. Mm. She's intimate with me when I want intimacy and so on. Mm. And when that's not happening, I'm simply going to go outside and get it from somewhere else. So um, that is um, that is a real, you know, that's a real, you know, a real problem. Which again is. I don't think, again, I don't think men are realising that that is... Because I think it's only after the effect, is that it's after the effect that I think people tend to think, oh my God, you know, look what's happened. You know, I, I should have done this. I could have done that. Why didn't I, you know, again... Oops. Phone's going. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, uh, they don't think about what's, what's going on. Uh, they don't think about the effect that that is going to have on them. Uh, on on and everyone around them, and then later on it becomes 
you know, it's it become. But do you think then that people will go again and repeat the same scenario? With yes, because I, I, I think I would actually go even further and say there's been um, as the generations have moved on, they've looked back at say their their, their, their mum who may have been a single mother and thought, oh, the reason why she's single because she wasn't doing anything that the guy wanted her to do. Mm-hmm. I think they must now they're trying to do even more for their partners now. If I be intimate with him in every which way but lose that he wants, then maybe he'll stay with me. If I have a bigger butt, maybe he'll stay with me. If I do this, if I make myself physically more pleasing in whatever way, maybe then he'll stay faithful and just want to be with me. But I can look the best that I can possibly look and he won't look at anybody else. When none of those things are true. When a, when a, when a male has another as a so-called bad chick, it's got nothing to do with him not necessarily loving the person he's with. It's basically simply to fill a gap that he's got in his life. Whatever that gap may be, like I said before, whether it be financial, emotional, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all those things. Mm-hmm. Which is the reason why, like I said before, it's very important that when you're going to get into a relationship, if you are serious about a relationship, you want to be in a, a so-called serious relationship, you need to be with somebody who you, you know enough about take that time to get to know that person yeah. and give the, give the time of getting to know them for the cracks to, to be seen because you can't be rushed you're not going to know someone in a month and nowadays if, if, if young people if they know someone for, for six weeks like a year for them yes that is yeah I, I, I get that I, I you know when we're talking about their relationship and I'm thinking oh you know maybe a few years and it's like it's four weeks five weeks and mm. they're devastated and I'm like Devastated. You've only known this person for five weeks. Yeah. That oh, is, three that's unbelievable. He's the one. To he's me. the one. I think he's the one. Yeah. He's just different. The one. He's been so nice and blah blah blah. It takes time to know somebody. Hmm. Um. People are asked. People are saying they're enjoying the show, but they they want to know these secrets that <laughs> <laughs> they want me to be banned somewhere. <laughs> oh my god. But we will come to that, I'm sure. Um, but, you know, we're definitely going to come to that. You're going to drop. But the thing as well, what I want to share with people, you will be coming on more regularly because, you know, one of the things I, one of the reasons why I want you on the show as well, not because, just because you're, you're very good at what you do and you're doing some great work out there in the community, but also because you yourself, you walk your talk, you are happily married. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Um, mm-hmm. for, for quite a while now as well. And, and yeah. this is the thing, I think it's so important to find, um, you know, a, a, a great couple, um, especially from our community, um, where, you know, they, they make it work. It works and they're happy. And I think that that, that is very important. It's very important for people to know that it can work. And I'm not, obviously not telling your business or anything, but... What would you say is some of the, the, the secrets that has um, made you, ha- given you a successful marriage and, you know, with your beautiful wife? Mm-hmm. Well, what, what I would say, and I'm going to actually do my own confession, I think that a lot of times it's very easy to come on and speak about um, relationships mm-hmm. and say, you know, you're some kind of expert. I don't think there's any experts. I think that the like in life, as you live, you learn. And you have a live to learn or you just exist so if you're living and learning and if you do have some kind of integrity mm-hmm. then you, you actually want to improve all the time and I would say that in my past the, the past I wasn't always Mr. Faithful at all 
I would say I got into relationships at a very early age. Um, and yeah, I was. Well, you know what? That, unfaithful. Yeah, that a is. Lot. That is really good because um, it's funny. I I had um, um, a group of people on a few weeks, a few, but maybe a couple of months ago, and it, a young lady had written a book about Mr. Wrong, and mm. she brought on with her a, a reformed Mr. Wrong. So okay. what? And and I think when somebody has, you know, like like you're saying, you've gone down that road, and now you are on the other side where you are happy you are you know living uh, you know a, a, a lovely life an ideal life what well, most women would say yeah that's kind of you know that's what i want from my man i want my man to be this type of man and i want him to be with me and and not have eyes elsewhere and so you are in a very good position because you can see both sides and so and this is where you can share these secrets that that men might not want you to share because you know right, yeah. yeah so can you can you share for us, David, um, for women? How what must they what what should they look out for if they say they're suspecting their man of cheating or say they don't know? How, okay, say they don't know if the man's serious about them. What sort of things can they look for to say right? This man is definitely serious about you and he wants to be with you. I would say for a lot of guys, a lot of men, mm-hmm. there were times in it. If, if a guy meets a girl mm-hmm. and he likes her, mm-hmm. I'm talking about physically likes her, thinks that she is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly, you know what I mean? All that. Mm-hmm. She's got all, all, all the necessaries that he's looking for. Right. From a, from a physical On the outside. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, has a, he has a time limit. So if a guy's spending money, he's, like, he's going to have a time limit. Even if most most guys will both and share this information with their, with their friends or their brethren, as they want to call it. Mm-hmm. And they will be like, yeah, I'm this girl. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the girl, man, she's all right, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Kind of story short, they'll be, they'll have a time limit. And the guys, their, their male friends will be asking, what, haven't you hit that yet? What? Haven't you been, hold no, on, hold on. Gone you, there when yet? you say time limit, do you mean on... They have a time limit. If the girls will not either give them what they want physically, you know what I mean? They're not going to be spending money on this girl for month after month after month if she's still saying, oh, look, um, I'm, you know I mean, I'm not ready yet. If he tries to be, you know, I mean, to get to phase two, shall we say? Right, right. Okay. So I would say that the key thing for a female is to let him wait. Keep it wrapped up, girl. So, let so him can wait. you can you because repeat? <laughs> can you repeat that? Because we we have we do have late, lots of ladies listening, young ladies as well. Mm-hmm. So, would you repeat that? If a guy is serious about you, he'll be patient and he will respect you more. For keeping it wrapped up. That's, that's a polite, uh, family-friendly term. Mm. Mm. Don't let him get the cookie, the cookie jar, until you know for sure that he's the one. Wow, that's. It sounds old-fashioned to a lot of people, but trust me, if a guy is serious about you, he will wait. If anything, if respect for you and desire for you and so on, will be even will be even more better to let him see your intellect and your inner wisdom. Mm-hmm. That's what a man really and truly respects. He may say, oh, look, look, look at the butt, look at the this, all the physical stuff. Mm. That's the very shallow side of, of, of a male. That's like the childish little boy who sees a, sees a little toy and he wants everything that he wants. Mm. And he wants it now. Mm. That's the shallow side of a male. But the deeper side of a male, he's definitely looking. He knows, a man knows what he would call so-called wifey material and what he would call his side chick. 
So, basically, it's it's a psychological game that is being played. So, it's a game. Yeah. men will make women feel because you hear all this talk of women are um, they're playing mind games or whatever if they don't give in or what have you. So, would you say mm-hmm. that it's it's a case of the woman if she knows herself and if she loves herself um, and she feels she knows she knows her value, then she will. Be able to wait and, and do the right thing, you know, and and he will obviously respect that. But what what is what you know? How many women have that though, David? How many women, especially in today's world, where you know people are not really fed a whole lot on you know loving themselves and uh, and all these etiquettes and and um, you know the these values that maybe were placed years and years and years ago. Is not really out there in that same in that way in the same way. How do these? How do women? What would you say to to women, particularly young women, and you know women in general, how they can you know hold themselves into a, a, a high esteem and value themselves so they don't give themselves away too quickly to the you know to the wrong person. I think it's, I simplify with young people now, especially mm-hmm. young females as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's very challenging. Like we said, because of um, media outlets, Facebook and so on and so on, there's a lot of pressure to feel like you're a part of something. Mm-hmm. So for most young females now, to have high standards regarding themselves, it will be very difficult because friends will be like, oh, are you serious? You can't be, you know what I mean? We're waiting for it, but it's old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People, I've heard young people say, how would you... If you don't sleep with a guy, you know if he can satisfy you or not, and so on and so on and so on. Mm. I would go as far as to say that um, side chick intimacy and real intimacy between you and someone who you truly love, mm-hmm. you actually have an emotional attachment to. There is no comparison, none whatsoever. And if people only understood the spiritual side of, of intimacy, they would never settle for the whole side chick one night stand yeah. casual acquaintance mm-hmm. they wouldn't bother with that and I think it, it, just, it just diminishes from the woman's um, spiritual strength I, I believe when, when a man and a female get together you always leave a little deposit you, and I'm not just meaning the physical but I'm not talking about no, no, on a spiritual no. basis you allow someone to take a little piece yeah. of you away that's why you see so many females are so depressed and so stressed out even if they may move on to somebody else they still carry the baggage of Totally, totally, totally agree with that. I really believe that um, a woman um, is is created the, the, the way a woman's body is is made. Um, it's you know this is one of the reasons why women do have a problem with attachments, you know, to, to males because you know the, the way the woman's everything goes inside. She's a receiver. So it's what what I hear you saying is you have to be careful. You have to guard yourself. You have to see your body it is a temple and you have to be careful what you're receiving who you're receiving because if that person hasn't got your best interests at heart this is where you can end up like you say being bitter being what is, what's that word you use earlier the ratchet the wretched yeah woman? ratchet ratchet oh, ratchet, ratchet, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a really bad name to give to 
someone is, is, is in pain, that's what I call it. Mm-hmm. Every, every ratchet woman, as they call them a ratchet woman, I call it a woman in pain. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the pain, the, those, those that, are, that are responsible for the pain are the same ones that are laughing at the situation. You know what I mean? The sad thing is when I never see my last day as well because even if you're okay now, it could be you in a, in a few years' well, time. There's that saying, isn't it? It could be you. I mean, yeah. it, it's not a laughing matter at all because you see, the, the thing is, it's affecting the community. It's That's right. Co- and um, it is really sad to see, you know, broken women, broken children, broken men. Um, and that's the thing as well. These men that are doing these awful things and saying these terrible things about these women, would you not say that they themselves have their own inner turmoil? Because there's a saying, hurt people hurt people. Definitely, but I mean, it's a miseducation and a misinformed self-identity. Mm-hmm. When you tell a child that a child is bad, eventually the child starts to, starts to do bad behaviour because they think, you know what, it's what you said about me. And it's almost like you can create that bad that bad person or that bad behaviour mm-hmm. by the words that you speak. Mm-hmm. Words are yeah, very, very powerful. Yeah, 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 words. So self-affirmation is exactly the same situation. If you don't know who you are, and you're going to be anything. Anything's possible. Anything can be. Anything's possible for someone who does not know who they are. If women understood that they are the bearers of life, how can the bearer of life allow themselves to be treated as anything less than a queen? When you, without 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 females, there's no life in the world. So the bearers of life, very special being of our females, and they're to be cherished, loved, nurtured. And those that are meant to be doing the loving and the cherishing and the nurturing, they themselves are lost. Mm. So they end up regarding the females as, I don't know if I can use the B word, but you know what I'm talking about. You know, and that's sex toys, basically. If, if women were to really stamp down on this, yeah, say women were to really do all these things, yeah, that um, we're, we're, we're talking about and, and really hold men up, you know, accountable for their behaviour. Would <laughs> it just came to me as you as you were talking there? Would there be opportunity? Would people come together? Would people be able to come together? Could 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 would men change? Would men change because they realise that it's not going to women are not going to tolerate this type of behaviour? And and also I want to ask you, David, what do you think the the feminist movement has has done for women? Is it made things better for for women, or? You know, worse. I think I've asked two questions there. I don't know if that's too many questions. Rolled into one. I think feminine women can come across as ratchets of brain. I know I'm being a bit harsh, Mm. but they can almost become too. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Their femininity can disappear when they become feminine. And I think that, yeah. And I think that they're, they're. they can become a little bit confusing in the picture. Mm-hmm. I would say, when a woman knows her own self-worth, if more women know their self-worth, they will say no to a lot of things that men require of them. And then men will begin to look at women in a different light. But that's, that's, that's asking for a lot. When the media is forever portraying a female and rewarding a female for being a sex object, you could say, mm. or for... for um, for her value to be based on what she looks like rather than what's on the inside it's very difficult to to fight against that that's why it has to begin it has to be in the home 
And for those women that are already of age, that have been through that pain, if you want to escape the pain, you've got to change your thinking. Mm-hmm. And begin to look at yourself for who you are. Life bearers, queen, very, very important in society. So, and you have to have your own self-value as well, your own self-worth. Don't let no man tell you what you're worth. You have to know your worth and not settle for less. I'm not being funny. People treat their material things more worthy than to themselves. If, mm-hmm. if you're sitting in a vehicle and you want, and you, you, you know, your vehicle's worth 10, 10 grand or seven, seven grand, whatever, you wouldn't allow someone to, to lower the price for you unless you were desperate for that money. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, this is the value of, of, of the vehicle and I'm not going to lower my price. But yet we lower our standards and the price of our value with our bodies. And that, that, yeah, I totally agree with that. It, it's almost as though I think it's the it's the emotional ghosts or the, the the demons in the head and the ghosts, the emotional ghosts, baggage in in, in moving around in the body. And that, insecurity as well. Yeah, insecurity which causes, fear of being alone. Yeah, and 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 also, I mean, if you think back to years ago when they used to have that horrible word, I think that horrible word still exists. Um, on a spinster you know women were actually treated badly by their families for being for not being you know for nobody choosing them to to get married so it was it was it was seen as you know being being single as a woman back in the day was seen as a as, as almost like a an embarrassment so i think and i and i would say that that's still in our psyche i would imagine which is like you're saying people are scared you know women are scared to be to be single um or to you know what, what's going to happen now you know that that i'm on my own how am i going to you know what you know and also friends and a lot of women as well they feel um their, their friends who are in relationships or married don't really want them hanging around you know this single person hanging around um them so they they can feel a bit isolated and Sometimes, you know, I don't know if that might have an effect on why people... Definitely has an effect. I mean, especially young people, they, I, I speak to many young people, I work with, yes. and they say things like they feel pressured to be in a relationship because their friends are like, I haven't even got a man yet. Mm-hmm. I think you're still single. Uh, well, and then what what age is these, are these young women? What I'm age? talking about from 16, 19 yeah. to mid-20s. Yeah, yeah. No. A lot of pressure to be in a relationship, whether they feel they're ready or not, which is but, which is that situation. You know what's interesting as well, as you said that, what I'm thinking about is, say 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago even, uh, uh, and you know, further back, women were groomed to get married at those ages. And I think, I think about that now, and I think about where we are with young people now. What, what's your thoughts on that? Because back then, you know, women did get married, you know, at 21, you, you, it was like, you, you need to be married by now. Do you know what I mean? Back in those days. And was that a good thing against now that women, you know, young women are, um, you know, uh, what's your thoughts if you, if you, if you get my drift? If, if I'm really honest, it's a, almost a, a romantic notion of the past and how mm. wonderful it was because everyone mm. got married, yes. they bought their own houses and mm. so on and so on. I would say um, infidelity was still rife back then. Right. And the women were basically the child bearers, the nurturers, mm. the, the, the home keepers and the men would go out and work. In some cases the men would be in, at the betting office more than they'd be at work. Oh, and still the side chicks still, 
still existed. Mm. But the, the notion was different then. Being married was a very important thing to have. Mm. There was almost like a stigma attached to getting divorced and to be separated. Mm-hmm. So nobody wanted to leave their husband and have the shame on the family because of, you know, when your marriage didn't work out mm-hmm. and so on and so on. It was almost like learned behaviour that this is what men do. So um, you have to be strong. You've got children to think about. And the woman would just tolerate it. You'd see that where females are a lot more, there's not more vanity out there right now where what you look like is so important. Mm-hmm. These poor women, they were just focused on the mother, the mother inside and the nurturing inside and the home keeper. And they were just not even thinking about the physical appearance. So which that probably didn't the, help. The old, it the probably didn't help the, the husband's fidelity neither anyway, you know what I mean? It's kind of sad. Mm-hmm. But again, that back in those days, there's a lot of pressures as well. Talk about pressures that we go through now. Mm-hmm in regards to black males, you can think back to those days, it was even more challenging. I mean, they were, they came over here to make a better life for themselves and then they found that they were not, they were not wanted. Mm, mm, mm. And a dog would be more welcome in, in properties in, in this country at that point, so, yeah. And you know what's interesting, you said that at that point, the thing that come, came to me, come to me straight away is, they were not wanted, but they were tolerated because they came over to do a job that nobody else wanted to do. But what about the fact that their children, their offspring, their children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, people like us, were not even considered. We, we were not even factored into the big plan that was put together at that time to bring people over. So no. it's almost like now, um, it's like we're this offshoot, this kind of... Um, unwanted legacy if you will and would you say that that could be a, a major problem as well with why we're finding in our community there's so much lethargy in, in doing you know doing the right thing and putting you know putting together as a community would you say yeah, that I would, because I would, I would there is nothing partly, I, I'd say partly that mm-hmm. I would also say that when you go back 20 30 years I would say the children of that generation that was the offspring children that, that were born during that particular period, mm-hmm. they would have seen mummy and daddy together, but they wouldn't see anything loving, any, any necessarily a loving relationship in regards to marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They would have seen mum making the food, being the, the, the food for the homemaker, the nurturer. Mm-hmm. But where was the where was the love, where was the passion? There was, there was none of that was, was really seen. Mm-hmm. So you'd find a lot of those children, when they grew up into adulthood, marriage was not on the card. That was like a question, especially for, for the males, like that boring, that you get bored soon. Mm-hmm. They're probably visualizing their own father and how the father didn't show no interest in the mum's mother, apart from when it was time to eat, eat food or put the clothes washed. You know what I mean? The mother, the mother actually almost became like a mother to the husband as well. So there was nothing attractive in the whole aspect of being married and being in a relationship, raising the family. So their thing was, you know what, well, I want to have fun. I want to enjoy my life. I've got some time to be settling down. You know what I mean? Becoming a parent because it, to me, the picture that I see just does not look enjoyable at all. Wow. You know, it just sounds like, oh my God, this is, yeah. But come on, there must be some, there must be some good things. There must be some, aren't, aren't there some good role models out there? Even, okay, say we, say we looked at celebrities. Are there no good celebrity role models out there with, you know, living well with their, um, you know, their partners, you know, they've been together for God knows how many years and, and and aren't there people, aren't there enough people in the community that are holding down great relationships, great marriages? 
it's amazing. It's, it's amazing mission celebrities because um, you'd think if we're, if we're really looking, if people are really looking at relationships for what they are in mm-hmm. regards to celebrities. Mm-hmm. Think about the egos that are that there are out there in the real world. Mm-hmm. Times that by a hundred when you're a celebrity. Because I, I personally believe that the reason why there's issues in it with celebrity relationships is there's always one person that's on top and another person that's a little bit below. And it seems to punctuate differently all the time. There always changes. Mm-hmm. It's two, two, two artists together and they're both singers. Maybe one person's career is doing better than the other person's yeah. career. And then jealousy will, will start to play its role. And I think the owners tend to be mainly on the males that tend to be affected a lot more. Males tend to want to be more successful mm-hmm. than their female within their partner because it makes them feel more like a man mm-hmm. so you can understand in the celebrity world why there would be issues because of all the egos that are being played consistently if, if, if their wife or husband's in the papers more than they are there's an issue and you see that people in the celebrity world there's a lot of vanity a lot of ego involved there so anyone that's looking at celebrities and thinking you know what if I look as good as she did then maybe he'd be faithful look at those relationships they never work it's very true isn't it because I mean you you know you're not going to get much better looking as some of these celebrity people they, they, they mm, even though amazing. some of them are, have been made um, by Mr. Smith but yeah <laughs> you're right <laughs> well this is the thing isn't it it's like even I, I've heard some of them say, you know, like when they get in, when they get in their interviews, they say, you know, people are going on about how they look, and they said, to be honest with you, when they go and look at when they go in the shops and see the magazines with themselves on front, they're even thinking, why? I don't, you know, even they don't look like that. Exactly. And, you know, so young girls. Yeah, young girls are trying to emulate something that is not even real, you know, right. and feeling bad and. And, you know, and old girls too, not just not just the young. Every, I think a lot of people are buying into, and, and I, and even though we know, even though people know that a lot of things are not real, it's almost like they're even more buying into it than say back in the day when, you know, like in the 60s, 70s, 80s, when people didn't really know what was what, when people didn't really know the lives of what the celebrities were getting up to. Mm-hmm. And again, do you feel that part of the problem in the community is young people are, are, are seeing those as their new... Because, OK, we talk about... Say we look at, say, years ago, people would go to church or, you know, they'd have extended families. Do you feel like the, the TV with the celebrities is like the, the new church, the new role model, the new, you know, Definitely. everything? If, if you look back 30, 30 years ago, like you said, 20, 30 years ago, look how technology has evolved since then. So you, it's almost like a blanket coverage of celebrity lifestyles. You know everything that they're doing when they're going to the toilet, when they're having a bath, when they're going to the shop. There's not any area of their life that you don't know about. And everyone wants to be celebrities these days. Like I said, everyone seems to be the create their own mini celebrity lifestyles on Facebook or YouTube or there are so many different facilities out there for people to become a celebrity themselves that everyone wants to be a celebrity. And they almost perpetuate that being a celebrity is what actually means wealth and happiness mm. and so on and so on. I would say it probably brings more insecurity Absolutely. because you're trying to live up to something that you know is not real. And you get to, they get to experience a little bit of like what it's like to be famous or to be a celebrity because celebrities are very insecure individuals. They need an audience, they need the applause of an audience to feel good about themselves. So it's, it's it, instead of 
taking from within instead of going within and finding that that self-love and finding that divine energy that's in there they're taking they're going out there to try and find their value to find their worth and, and so if someone if people if people like them then they're happy if someone says something nasty about them they're in a terrible way so they're yeah. totally I mean, I mean, the whole mercy. on Facebook um, how many friends have you got you may look at someone's page and they may say I've got a thousand friends mm. how many people can fit a thousand people into your life <laughs> it's impossible it? it's impossible <laughs> I, I struggle to keep up with the friends I mingle with you know what I mean two or three friends is hard for me yeah. and it comes up you can't meet up on, on the Wednesday mm. or whatever the whole notion of friends is not really friends it's almost like self comfort self importance mm. I've got a thousand friends how many of you got oh, I've got two thousand friends mm. are these people really your friends you know what I mean? So the, the whole thing is, is fantasy. It's not even reality. And, and, and it's it, almost like things that people use to make themselves feel better about themselves. Yeah, yeah. It's all shallow existence. And I think as well, if you go on Facebook and it's all about, like you say, it's all about sort of um, putting on, you know, this, this image and, and, you know, it's all negative. And then you've got all these so-called friends as well. You just—it's like setting yourself up for, you know, because if, you, if it's all negative, then it seems to me that that can backfire at some point, and all these thousands of friends could, you know, turn again. And that, that could friends, be a hor- yeah. yeah, could be a horrible bullying situation going on. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're on there sort of teaching or, or, or being positive or sharing, you know, knowledge, wisdom to help people to empower themselves. I think that's a whole different thing, but I think if you're on there, sort of like, look at me and, you know, putting everybody down around you, mm-hmm. it, it can't be a good thing. And, and as well, what are you, what's your thoughts of people finding partners on their, um, on their social media? Scary. Scary, very scary. <laughs> I like that in one word. Yeah, it's definitely scary. It's, it's hard enough to get to know somebody when you actually get to know them on a natural basis where mm. you know you meet the person face to face because you can do it like, even on the phone call if, if you meet someone just by speaking on the, on the telephone mm-hmm. you're not getting to really know that real person no, we are more than just the physical being mm. it's almost like you, the, the, the saying that the eyes are the windows the soul is definitely mm. true mm-hmm. you find that when someone's being sincere they can look you in the eye and speak to you unless they're a really good liar but you find that someone who's got something to hide they can't even it. I know that obviously you can bring a little bit shy or so on, but eventually once you become comfortable in that person's presence, you can make eye contact. If you find that the person's a little bit shifty with the eyes, you know that they're probably concealing something. Body language, you're so true. Body so language right. as well. Yeah, yeah. Body language as well. But I think nothing beats the eyes. Yeah, yeah. So meeting someone on, on social media, no. I'm, I'm not saying it's impossible. But I would say, be very careful. There's better ways of doing that. Yeah. How, you know, the number one question that women want to know, how can you determine a, a, a serial cheater, a player? What, you know, um, how would you say for a woman so that she doesn't end up having to go through it and then find, mm. you know, how can a woman detect? Time, definitely time. Keep, keep putting a cookie in a cookie jar right? <laughs> and speak, speaking, talking about everything, every aspect of life. Hopefully, 
your your um the conversation be a bit more deeper than what came on TV last night. Mm. But if you can if you can actually open up, so deep talking, person, deep yeah, talking. Yeah, you know the guy's face when when you almost become his best friend. You have problems at work, and the first person is phoning rather than one of my, rather than one of his male friends is phoning you, mm. and you sort of like stay up and you should do such and such. That's when you know that you're getting on a deeper level. So when a when a guy shares physical, yeah shares his thoughts or his I say yeah. friendship first, mm-hmm. and everything else has to come afterwards. So that person becoming your friend, and obviously if the person is you're hearing from them less and less as time goes on, you know that that person was only in it because they wanted the cookie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So is a cookie that important? I mean, are people uh, really? No, I know, I know, I know. I'm sounding a little bit simple about this, but it's only because I'm speaking for other people as well. So, you know, is that really, really? Um, that the, one of the main things that that women have to contend with in, in their relationships. Where men are concerned, if a man's not serious about you, then yeah, his his number one thing is the cookie. Mm. That's what he that's what he wants. But obviously, and, and from what you're saying as well, it seems as though he doesn't really have to hide that too much with in some in some quarters. Nowadays, you can say to the girl from the get go that yeah, this is what I'm looking for. She'll either agree or not, or, 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 just, or, or say no to it. And a lot of times, young girls are saying yes to it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's become acceptable to behave in that same in the same way as a male would behave. But yet, young guys will still call her a hoe and this and all that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but it's acceptable to behave in that way. And the, the, the standards have gone way down from where they used to be. So do you and it's because of pressure, because the girls don't want to don't. They're still looking for love, but guys aren't looking for that. They're looking for someone to, a lot of young guys, and they don't feel that that's, that's, that's the done thing. You know I mean, maybe when I'm 20 years from now, I might think about settling down one day, but not right now. They're looking to have fun. Mm. I suppose as well, it's it's always, I mean, there's that saying about the, the wild oats, the, you know, young young men sowing the wild oats. And this is the thing as well, you know, young, you know, young girls, young women who, you know, they might be feeling yes, they would like to have a boyfriend. But I think that's the thing to to bring home to them is that yes, you might you might want you know a, a, a boyfriend to talk to or whatever you know, but for him at this season in his life, it is about you know fun and enjoying, and you have to have your wits about you and and know the difference. But how can how can young women understand? How can how can we make young women understand that? If you say to a person, if you put your hands in, everyone knows if you put your hands in fire, you, you're going to get burnt. If <laughs> a woman understands the kind of pain that she's going to feel when she's cheated on mm-hmm. by a guy, mm-hmm. she thinks more carefully about associating herself and getting involved with someone that's going to cheat. I think if people knew hindsight, then mm-hmm. they wouldn't do certain things. But what about when women go through these challenges again and again and again what is going on with that particular woman then or is it that you know is 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 it because i always feel as well sometimes things get like you were saying earlier on things get left in your 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 psyche or your aura or your energy field because we all have our own you know you know how you stand up you stand close to someone and you can feel they're you know like we talk about our personal space so things get lost stuck in our personal space i believe and I just wonder if people then, you know, even though, yes, the situation's 
gone and ended they might still be carrying a, a, a magnet that is yeah. going to draw these terrible things to them uh-huh. I agree with that 100% I, I believe that you are that you attract who you are and I not what you want to, yeah. to be yeah. um, like a, a, a slate on, on, on females who have gone through bad relationships but like I said before if you don't love yourself and think highly enough of yourself you're going to attract it's almost like a, a guy who's a, a male is a predator mm-hmm. and he can sense he can sort of sense the kind of female that he can actually mess around mm. with, get away with certain things with, they can see them coming so and there's... they look for specific type of females wow. and oh she's got a child you know what I mean yeah yeah come on she's going to need someone man. she should be happy that I'm coming down that way you know what I mean so they, they look they almost um... presume that she's not with a guy who is she's, she's vulnerable she's looking for, 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 for some comfort I'm going to play the role of the comforter get what I want and then I'm basically here like but you know, so it's so important for the theme, for females to understand. It's so important to be comfortable in your own skin. Love yourself. Know how special you are. Recognize that. Remember that all the time, and don't lower your standards. Mm-hmm. Let the guy prove himself worthy to be associated with you in regards to relationships. And, and enjoy yourself at the same time. A woman can have male friends. Don't worry about what the world's gonna say about you. Oh, I can all these different guys. You know what you're doing. You don't have to bring the guy into your home. You don't have to go to his home. Let him wine and dine. You know what I mean, don't believe that chivalry is dead. Bring it back. Chivalry is only dead for females because they're allowed to be dead. Wow. If enough females raise the bar, guys have to go back to that. Mm. So, so women, women are in control. They're in control. But, women, I think. but what if, what you know? Again, you you hear the saying, you know, that women might say, um, well, if if we start doing this then they'll do something you know is is it is it a case of men might say well okay then if you if you're going to be like that then we're going to look elsewhere or we're going to do you see what i'm saying or, or will they have to you know kind of check if a man, themselves if a man's looking for cookie then yeah he would try different things if a man is looking for a relationship then the serious guy who's serious about you you would simply see his best life because he will work and work and try and try and show you you that he's, he's serious about what he's doing and he's serious about you, he values you, and at the end of the day, that's what every female is looking for. You know what? I want to quickly ask you you were just talking about women and um, how you know the value, uh, how they might um, be attracting because of their low self esteem and you know things like that. But what I also want to talk to, just to quickly run by you is that um, professional women. A lot of professional women, a lot of professional women in the black community. Um, I think Oprah did a, a thing, a, a talk on that. Why it was very hard for for black professional women or black women who are um, quite, you know, well off or educated or you know those types of things. They're successful in whatever it is they're doing. They struggle to um, to have relationships. They struggle to meet men. They struggle with them, you know. They they can struggle sometimes with men who don't. I think you touched on that. They they the men might feel in you know inferior, really? want to yeah, mm-hmm. want to control them or something like that. What about those those people? What about those women? Where where what can they do? Where can they meet the man of their caliber? Or you know how can they sort of take a relationship and um, you know find happiness? I think. Um what tends to happen with a lot of females as well when they become successful 
mm-hmm. they a lot of success to take away from their gentleness that sort of feminine side right. that a woman would have without that right. so-called financial clout because almost like there's almost like obviously in the days gone by a woman wouldn't really be fishing those kind of waters mm-hmm. they were like the homemakers and so on mm-hmm. so now they almost taken a more of a masculine side because they're competing yeah, they're competing it makes them become with, a little yeah. bit less attractive to a lot of males I say femininity it still remains but again the standard does not lower then obviously she would attract someone like minded because there are males out there that are looking for women who are successful in their own right a lot of males criticise the fact that women are looking for a man to um provide for them mm-hmm. but yet you hear the, the terminology um, equal rights but yet women are talking about oh the man's got to have this got to have that mm-hmm. and I think if you're a successful woman the man that you meet doesn't have to be equally successful no. specifically black yeah. men as well when you bear in mind that no, that's, that's another topic another day but when you bear in mind the, the struggles and the, the challenges that, are, that black men have to go through in regards to you know make it in this world in regards mm-hmm. to success finances and careers and so on very, very challenging for, for black males. So many black females, then they may find that there's a lot, lot, lot less men out there that are successful like they are. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, they have to maybe be flexible on that count. It doesn't mean they have to lower their standards. Maybe the man's earning less money, but he's half in the right place. Because there's there's a lot you know there's a lot of ways to give, isn't it? It doesn't always have to be that you're giving in monetary terms. There's many ways a person can give and and you know show love. Exactly. I mean, what woman wants to be in the penthouse and there's no one to share it with? Well, this is this is. You know, this all is... the all the trappings of, of success, but you're by yourself every day. I don't think any woman wants that. Not at all. Not at all. That's a that's a very good answer, and that's because that's a real that's a very big problem um, out there as well. Um, David, exactly. I don't know if you've heard that yourself. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? It takes a bigger man as well to be able to be with a woman who's earning more than he's earning, mm-hmm. and to still keep his manhood mm. and to still have that self pride to still have the um the the, the presence of a king in the, mm. in the in the castle still mm. and respecting that woman and loving that woman she comes home from a high powered job and he's maybe cooked her a meal or whatever whatever mm. because maybe he's, he's he's got more time on his hands than she has mm-hmm. and if he's good with his hands he's Put up shelves or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, mean? I think that's but a very attractive feels, thing if yeah, a man, you know, anytime a men, can, like yeah. home, you know, uh, men can do things. Oh my you know god! I mean? yeah. He plays his role like he's there. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I think that's a very attractive thing where you know, if men can do things, you know, they they they've got these um, traits where they can, like you say, put up shelves and you know, they're just practical and mm-hmm. make things nice. And I think that's a very, very great, very good trait. Wow, I don't know. We've we've really we've really kind of um. I, I think, we, we've gone way over because I think you were you were only planning to come on for about forty five minutes or something. Yeah. But I really really um you know enjoyed the, the talk and and what's what I'm really excited about is that this is not the end of it. You will be coming back. But what I want you to do now really is just share your um if you've got a website if you've got um a number that people or yeah. an uh, email that people can reach you on. Um, Definitely. To, to um, my website is www.davidshilohoutreach.com. Can you spell the surname? Um, what, what Shiloh? Yeah, just in case uh, I know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, David Shiloh. Um, so Shiloh is S H I L O H, and it's outreach.com. Not for And I, I specialize in working with young people, 
through of being kicked out of mainstream education. Also, with his families as well, single parents, and so on. And yeah, so, and I've also got a telephone number as well. Um, my business number is 07 can you repeat that again, please, David? 07-469-874-686. Wow. That's, that's, that's great. I mean, you've dropped so many gems and you've, you've even um, opened up, you know, some of your own past as well and shared with us, which I really appreciate. And, you know, no doubt when you um, come on, you know, over the, over the, 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 the next shows that we're going to do together, um, we'll be able to go deeper and further into, but you know, this is like uh, the this is like the kind of um, intro show, so that people can you know kind of know what what's to come. But definitely, I've enjoyed it, and I, and I wonder, you know, if you if you've got a few words, I, I I'd like you to really just share um, with with women, with people, because I think you know people are hurting, both men yeah. and women are hurting. It's not an easy. It's not an easy time, and like you say, you know, it's not been easy for people of you know, you know, black people in a, in, a, in the Western world, um, and we've not sometimes made it easy for ourselves. But if you've got a few words that you would yeah. like to share with people, I'd like to end by saying empowering. that I want all the black, all, all the sisters out there, all, all the black queens out there, to understand that you are queen. <laughs> if you have two children, three children, four, if there's more than one father, you're still a queen. Absolutely. It's just that you've not yet found your king. Mm, and for all the black males out there, a lot of, there's a lot of kings out there that don't know who they are. So mm. they're, they're playing different roles that don't fit. And basically, eventually, over time, they don't wake up and realize that they are kings and that there are queens out there that need them mm-hmm. and that the community needs strong males. They're gonna, it's going to be a, a very sad end. And we look around at the young people at the moment to see the way they're behaving and how lost they are. I mean, we as a people have to take responsibility for that. So, yeah, I, I, I must have, I really enjoyed myself today. Um, just doing my thing. I love the music as well. So I've oh. got to give you enough respect for the music. It was excellent. Oh, you dropped you. some gems today, girl. So, yeah, all good. Thank you so much. And definitely looking forward to you coming on. I think you're... Your next show is probably going to be sometime in September. Uh, yeah, can we, can no we... Whenever you want me to come on, let me know. Yeah. I'd like to come on again. Yeah, I can't wait. It was, it was great. And you, you definitely you definitely opened up the Imani Speak show in a in a more real talk way. We've not we've not really done a lot of this talk. Well, I think I think we need real talk. We like, <laughs> we like to party. Nothing wrong with partying. Partying is great. Uh, we like to party. But I think we need to stop looking at celebrities. Stop thinking... Um, just on a, on a physical term mm-hmm. and on a materialistic term I've got to think a little bit deeper because naturally we're spiritual people we're spiritual beings and we're not in our natural habitat so we've become disenfranchised and confused mm-hmm. and we don't even know what we stand for anymore you know, <laughs> even when we talk about um, about culture we don't really have a culture we have certain um, what's the word I'm looking for things that we used to do yeah. you know, rituals that, and little, yeah, little, rituals. little patterns of behaviour that we've done that we brought from the Caribbean or from, from the mother country and country. bear in mind that all these places that we come from they were all colonised places anyway so sure. our natural historical natural habitat we were taken from that a long long time ago mm-hmm. so it's only right that we should expect that we're going to see these broken pieces and what we're talking about today is broken pieces 
and I know I know we're, we're, we're wrapping up the show but spiritual I mean you know with all these problems how important would you say David having some type of spiritual affinity or some spiritual practice can help people spiritual side the God side of, of, of me is what, what made me change I always I was brought up in a spiritual home anyway mm-hmm. but coming back to that is what changed me and made me appreciate a woman mm-hmm. and what a woman really is a life bearer someone that was put on this earth to be cherished by us men mm-hmm. and to be respected and that's how we, we bring life into the world so my, my, percep- my, my perception on her the way I see a female right now is completely different than I did say 10 years ago mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. massively so and it's the God complex that I've got that's changed that when you have that it's, it's much more easy to go to transition from being lost to being found is that God complex and also everybody's not going to be in the same situation mm-hmm. just respecting yourself a lot more and seeing yourself in a higher light can also be it but for me it was definitely the God aspect because I, I do agree I do feel spiritual some type of spiritual um, leaning you know where you're, you're, you're practicing and you, you believe in something greater than yourself is going to help you to deal with all these challenges in, in your life whereas if you if it's just the little ego self dealing with these it's, you're bound to fail so I totally totally agree with that and um Again, you know, in the community, would you say, I know we're, we're wrapping up and all these questions, is, you know, these are going to have to be for another show now, but would you say, what can the community, what can, what can, what can the older folks do um, for the younger people, you know, even in a small way, you know, just starting tomorrow? Rather than, rather than judge the young people and say they're so bad, they're so terrible these days, mm-hmm. ask them the questions that they create themselves. Or did, or did they not come from somewhere? Yeah. And then ask yourself who's responsible. Wow. And that, that old proverb, it's the village to raise a child, mm-hmm. no, that should be brought back into fashion. Thanks. And I think if more of us practice that and be available to speak to the, to, the, to the young people and understand, try to look into their perspective and how they came about and how their pattern of behaviour has come about mm-hmm. and all the distractions and the misinformation and miseducation that they're getting, mm-hmm. but not just um, from the media, by the way, but in the school system as well. Yes. I mean, we, we definitely need to do a whole show on the, the education and what it's doing to children, especially in the work that you're doing with the, the kind of children that you're, you're, you're dealing with. Yeah, um, We need to have a show dedicated to that because our children are, um, you know, the children in this community particularly are, are really falling through the net and, and that definitely, you know, we can't... I cannot have a platform like this and not bring that to light and, and, and find some solutions, you know, in terms of talking. Because, you know, I, I feel things start, first start with a conversation and then it, it, it goes out and out and then it becomes manifested as trying to solve the problem. So definitely we, we will be going into that um, on, you know, subsequent shows. But David, thank you so much. Thank you. And um, I wish you a fantastic week ahead to yourself and your lovely wife and um, yeah I don't know I'll leave you with a last word if you've got if you want to say anything more peace love and blessings to all that were listening and I hope that even one person got something out of today's um, topic and I'm happy fantastic we're going to play out with Chronic's Rastaman Wheel Out excellent
excellent. I will just start digging to that then. <laughs> <laughs> you take care. Speak oh, to you soon. Thank you One so love. much. Bye. Peace Bye. and love. Bye. Too much fear, you know, cause I could have that make I couldn't remember something upon channels. I'm gonna have to go face Babylon on a Sunday like this. It's where more late. The same place I always keep it, man. See all you now, channel. Go up on the road, go deal with those Babylon right to me. Sunday, I never plan to go up on the road, you know. Look, Panja creation, man. Rastafari, no. Yeah. Rastafari. Give thanks and praise, you know. Ready for God's face, old Babylon, you know. Remember the peace, Bridget. Yes, man. Link all the one tallest of my money. Rastafari. 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 Oh, I'm on there still in So I'm telling you, don't need that. I don't need that, you know. You know, I can only give the eye 50% of that right now. 50%? I will take that still. Hurry up. And I have a good job. I will take that too. So, so what are I up to? You know what I say? I know my daughter steam this morning and the peas I'm forgetting you know, the midst of all things, you know. It burn up, so I gotta look some peas up there. Well, shut up. I give thanks, you know? Bless thee. Yes, yeah, sir, you mean? Good? Yeah, man, with the I'm Yeah, man, give thanks, man. Yeah. So, the I am stay? Well, you know. I make a wheel go up the road, yes, friend, you know? Don't watch no face. Nice 
Benjamin sees me trapped with beasts. Mr. Officer Man, what you want from me? He's out. And him said, Rasta Man, we love you. I know you have it there. Rasta Man, we love you. Come over here. Then I say, Officer, he's out. Don't you have no fear. Officer, he's out. And don't you get me by my head. I was with your team down there. And I buck up in the old blue scene And he asked all my eyes over I say it's a good old Kelly Green And he said Rasta man we love I know you have it there Rasta man we love So come over here And I say officer ease out Hey you dreadlock boy Some Babylon boy run down in and I'll dash your eye piece. You see, I don't know why I'm going to tell I impress. So jump on the lot and walk me to the car. Sure. Let's 
Right, kings and queens, I hope you enjoy the show. Um, I'm getting good feedback from people that it's, it's been a great show. I really enjoyed it. It's my first real talk, you know, where we talking about real issues in the community um, and really talking to, to, to people who's out there doing the work and, and making a difference to people's lives. So thank you so much, David, for, for coming on. And I'm really looking forward to doing more shows with you. And thank you very much, listening audience. Thank you so much for listening. Just stay tuned in and, um, you know, being part of, even though you're, you're in the, you're the silent listeners or what have you, you know, you are making a difference to how the, the quality of the show and the presence, you know, that, that comes through. So thank you so much. But remember, I will be back on Thursday um, and with another show. Don't know if I've got a guest this Thursday. I'm not sure about that. But um, I will be here. The music will be here. And we'll definitely be putting through some positive, um, positive, positive, positive words from people, from the greats on whose shoulders we stand. But anyway, as usual, have a great week. I love you. I want the best for you. Remember to do small acts of kindness. It always comes back to you multiplied. Be good to your, good. Be good to yourselves. Remember that you're a person too. We get told, you know, be good to people. Be good to people. But remember, you are a person too. Be good to yourself. Love yourself. Speak positive things to yourself. You know, fill your mind. You know, our self-talk can be so negative. Sometimes the way we talk to ourselves. If we talk to other people like that, it would be absolutely, you know, unacceptable. So remember to love yourself first, give yourself the oxygen first, and then you can give to everybody else. So I'm out of here. I'm going to play out with some more chronics and um, have a good week ahead. Thank you. Chronics freestyle for party time to the world. He's out and that's the second season. I'm at my trample the beast now. I mean, he's out. Run it. Rhythm. Whoa, 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 Man, twice a child. Ah, boy. Baby, the clouds are gray, but I'm gonna have a happy day.
where she from, she tell me in the topics. She asks me what's my name, I tell her I am Connie. And I say, girl, tell me what's your name, man. She tell me that her name is Jamaica. And I said, smile, girl, smile. Smile for me, Jamaica. And I said, smile, girl, smile. Oh, Lord, smile for me, Jamaica. Never you cry, here am I. Smile. 
the boiling sun, footing it on the street. Righteous music, me putting it on the beat. But nothing a righteous about how life set. If you no know hard life, then you no know life yet. Become a papa, just call me poverty, make him a screw. Him never know, say me have an interview, but me still have to put on the show because they don't know. I said they don't know, yeah. They don't know. Oh. They see me smile, but they don't know what I feel inside. Only you know, chronics. Only you know, oh, yeah, yeah. They see you smile, boy, but they don't know what you feel. Yes, I So long me make me ball Long me make me cry Cause they don't know What I feel inside Long me make me ball Leave me what I feel Yes, I Yes, I Yes, I But And I say long me make me ball Long me make me cry Cause On the stage, I want done it. Him and him bands, man, friend, them bunny. But them never know, say I want shirt. Me up, me up for wash it and me up for sun it. Them say me take the stage, them say me lyrics, them a flow. But them never know, say we have it. Work hard in a six feet of snow, they don't know.